Welcome everyone to the MyLink Deep Dive. I'm Michael DeLulio. Within our Paychex HR team, we have a shared mission of powering Paychex through our people. And one of the ways we act on that is by creating a culture of belonging, a culture where we recognize and celebrate that there are unique skills and experiences in our employees all across the company, and a culture where we know that it's our differences that not only help us learn and grow as colleagues, but make us stronger collectively as one Paychex. So the question is, what are we doing to intentionally shape our culture in this way? And what have we put in place to help employees feel that they belong? For answers, I'm connecting today with Tion Torrens to learn more about our employee business resource groups, which Paychex just launched this year. So before we get into it, welcome to the show, Tion. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Tion, I'll start the way we always do. Can you just talk about what's been your Paychex career journey? How long have you been here and maybe some of the stops you've made along the way? Sure. Yep. Um, I will be hitting my 29th anniversary with Paychex in December. Um, I actually started as a temporary receptionist. I've worked in six offices. I've had 15 different positions. My first 20 years were on the payroll service side of the house. I also was a leader in that space for 13 years. And then after that time, I decided to follow a different journey and I became a client HR business partner. So I worked with our clients in HR services for about six and a half years. And then in July of 2021, I was offered the position of the DEI project manager, which evolved to be the DEI program manager. You've done a lot of different things. And I, I love kind of learning from and talking with someone like yourself who's been here so long and touched so many different parts of the business. Um, but in particular, it's clear how passionate you are about the work that you do now, right, in the DEI space. So I'll take take advantage of the opportunity. I've got you here and ask what what gets you excited every day about the job you do to do now? Yeah. So, you know, one of my primary responsibilities is to connect our employees to create a sense of belonging. And honestly, that's probably the most rewarding part of my of my work. It's a job that I get to do. It's not a job that I have to do. So being able to speak to employees that are seeking to understand employees that want to go there, you know, grow their career in a way that um, is meaningful to them is just probably just the tip of the iceberg of the rewarding work I get to do every day. Yeah, well, it it certainly comes across when uh, I get a chance to interact with you. So thank you for your passion and, and bringing that to us every day. So in that kind of journey, right, to create a culture of belonging, it sounds simple to say, but there's a lot that goes into that. And what I wanted to focus on in our discussion here is our EBRGs, our employee business resource groups. So let me start with kind of what those are. And in particular, for people who may have just heard about ERGs, right? Just employee resource groups. What, what's an EBRG and what's different? Yeah. So let's start out with just kind of the definitions of the two. And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the uniqueness here at Paycheck. So an employee resource group is um, a lot of times those are affinity groups or a group of employees that come together to, you know, that have common interests and, and want to elevate the voice of their community. A business resource group is similar, except it's a little bit more focused on the business side of things. How do we show up in the marketplace? How can we support our customers in a more inclusive way? One of the things that we've done here at Paychex, which is really unique, is that we've combined the two. Um, because I think we all 
believe that when we're supported as employees, the business is also supported. It just kind of goes hand in hand. So we've combined the efforts to use the talent and diverse skill set and lived experience of our employees to not only support each other, but also support the customers that we serve in the communities that we serve. So as we're describing them, what are the, can you just kind of rattle off, what are the EBRGs we have at Paychex currently? So we have eight of them, um, and we also have a global EBRG council. So the eight, we call them segments. We have the Asian Pacific Islander Network. We have the Black and African American Network. We have the Diverse Abilities Network. We have the Hispanic and Latino Network. We have an intergenerational network. We have a military and veterans network. We have an LGBTQ plus network, and we have a women's network. And I mean, just in listening, there are a lot of different areas that people can sort of dock in and um, you know plug into these networks. And for someone who's maybe totally unfamiliar, I know you described what they are, but what are the reasons that you would lay out that would compel an employee to want to get involved? What are the what can they expect first of all, and uh, what are the what's the value that someone you know should say? Hey, this this could enrich my my career and my experience at Paychex. All right. So I think one of the biggest reasons would be that it's going to grow your professional network. So this is going to be a great place where you can connect with employees um, and leaders across the organization, across the country and make connections that you may not make in your normal day to day. And within that, you might find that you get exposed to a new career path that you never would have envisioned for yourself. And while we're talking about, you know, from the C-suite down to, you know, any level of employee, right? Are there, are there any criteria for who can participate? No, there, there really isn't. This is open to all employees, full-time, part-time, any area within the company, and they can interact with the other general members of the EBRG in a way that makes sense for them. They may want to participate in events. They may not. They might want to just be in chat spaces. It's really up to them. There's absolutely no criteria and no expectation. So you don't have to be to belong in any of our EBRGs. What about, so you mean you've listed a number of things that, you know, here are the benefits to the employee who might be participating. Why are companies and corporations installing these types of networks within their business? From, a, from the business's side, why, why are these good for the company? These groups, they give employees a way to feel connected and have an opportunity to be heard and belong. And in a 2021 McKinsey and Company article, it was noted that 51% of employees leave their organizations because they don't feel a sense of belonging at work. So this has a direct correlation to employee retention. Um, as far as other reasons that it helps the benef uh, benefits the corporation is that you now have this group of employees who can raise up their voice with this platform and they can share their lived experiences that our customers also experience. So it creates a way for us to be able to support our customers in a much more inclusive manner. So not only are we supporting our employees, but also the communities that we live and serve. Yeah, that's a great point. And I, I want to go back to something you had said about not needing to be to belong to some of these groups and networks. Um, and to some extent, I, I, everyone can only answer this uh, subjectively, right? So it's, it is your opinion, but what, what's the magic that happens, right? When you talk about allies, really, you know, I don't know what the percentage breakdown is, but, you know, 
allies being represented in the groups and what they're maybe learning from their colleagues in those spaces and the cultural insights they pick up. Um, what, tell me like where, where the magic happens somewhere in there and it does something for not only the individual, but for the company. Can you talk about that dynamic? The magic that happens when allies are part of these segments, you know, they may not identify with every single segment, but the importance of being an ally is that if, especially if they're coming into the area with a curious mindset, with a growth, growth mindset, they're going to get to learn and hear about other experiences that are different than theirs. They'll probably also learn that there's so much more commonality between all our different cultures than a lot of us realize from time to time. And I even maybe want to take a minute and examine that word of ally or allyship, because I think it might be ambiguous to some. And I think maybe with it, because they're not sure, maybe someone has an idea of exactly what they're committing to, to, oh, I'm joining the group. I'm, I don't identify as this. I'm going to be expected to play X or Y role. Whereas I, I think, you know, this is Michael's opinion, really allyship, there's a huge continuum of ways you can dock into that, that role. So maybe give me some examples or, or what does that word even mean to you to be an ally? Yeah. And I, and I think you're right. And, you know, in the DEI space a lot, you'll hear people say that ally isn't just a label, it's a verb. So what that means is that when you're an ally, you're willing to stand up and be an advocate for marginalized employees, marginalized folks in your community. But in this sense, it's also sometimes being an ally just means joining an EBRG and learning. And you may not be active and that's okay, but the fact that you're, sh you're showing up you're curious and you want to learn more is a great step to making your allyship go from a label to action. So there's no expectation for our allies when they're in these groups. Just all we ask is stay curious and you know, ask questions. And that's where I love the kind of coming together of our DEI team and efforts with our culture um, at Paychex because our culture, one of the culture kind of behaviors we talk about all the time is just to be curious and show up that way in conversations that are new to you that you might be unfamiliar with, maybe even uncomfortable with, just to maintain that curiosity. And that's exactly what I hear you describing as sort of, hey, if you're brand new to these ideas, these conversations, the, you know, the possibility of joining a, a network like one of our EBRGs, all it really takes is that open-mindedness and curiosity is sort of what I hear you saying, Tion. And to that end, um, I noticed as we were communicating about the groups that at the leadership level, when we're talking about executive sponsors and director partners who are kind of jointly heading up each of the networks, um, those folks are, I think in all cases or most of them, allies rather than people who identify as part of those, those groups. So can you talk about why that was done? So yes, you are correct. Actually, all of our executive sponsors and director partner teams are allies to the segment or the community that they represent. Uh, so the reason that we made the strategic decision is that allies really at times in certain organizations um, service the most effect effective sponsors. First of all, they're going to align to the organization's greater commitment to DEI. Um, these sponsor partners, they've chosen to take on these roles and they're going to, they're going into it, recognizing that there's a need to seek to understand. So they're ready to listen. 
the sponsor partners ultimately have the role of being the advocate for the, the segment that they represent, they literally have a seat at the table where big decisions are being made. So this facilitates them bringing the community's voice um, to that table. You know, there have been um, articles written and studies done where if a sponsor or partner is part of the community that they represent, if they're always using their voice, it could appear, appear that there's some kind of self um serving agenda, there's some kind of bias, and it could mute their voice. So when it's allies coming as advocates, and they're doing that action um, of being an ally, you really kind of eliminate that, that risk of bias. Makes sense. And um, I mean, just to bring it full circle, it's, you know, we, this is about, it is about allyship. It's about people, you know, probably the majority of other employees showing a willingness to learn about their colleagues. And in a way, this is our leaders kind of walking the walk and leading by example in that respect. So I think it's a powerful kind of kind of showing of of what we say we wanted to do and executing it. So if uh, in listening to our conversation, which has been super illuminating and I've just learned a ton from you today, um, where can people go to learn more, to join the EBRGs? Um, where would you direct them? So on our DEI and employee experience page, there's a link to the membership portal. You can get to this through the HR for you menu off of the MyLink page and just go to either inclusion and diversity or diversity and inclusion. We've got two ways to get there. And when you click the reg- to go to the registration portal, there's going to be a video there from our director of DEI and employee experience, Maggie Rivera, explaining a little bit more about the EBRGs. There's going to be some information, kind of elaborate on what's in it for me um, to help you make that decision. And then the link to go into uh, where you can join our segments. And I encourage everybody to join at least one, but multiple EBRGs, you know, just to harken back to our conversation about allies. Uh, the more that we have in the community, the stronger we become together. Is there anything um, that I did not ask you that you wanted to kind of share more about this topic? Uh, no, I think you covered it all. I hope I um, brought some clarity to folks that might be hearing about our EBRGs for the first time. And I and I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, there's a lot, ton of energy around it. And um, I, I can absolutely see why it's um, a great, like you said, kind of new territory for us to get into. And it's it's just fantastic to see our leaders right at the forefront. So I want to thank you for coming on the show, kind of spreading the message more about these great networks that we've stood up that any employee can be part of and kind of participate at whatever level they're comfortable with. Um, so thank you very much, Tion, for coming on. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2023. All rights reserved.